0: G O Blackhawks podcast brought to you by Points Bet. Remember to use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to live your bet life. I'm Mario Tarabasi, joined by special guest from the Hockey Writers, Gail Kalchik. She's uh, joining us again today as the Blackhawks get a six to three win over the Ottawa Senators in Ottawa. Uh, a great way to celebrate three one two day today with a uh, Chicago Blackhawks win. It was uh, a tale of two periods for uh, for Chicago tonight. Opening period was uh, probably went as, as bad as as they could have uh, scripted a bad period, and then in the second period things get flipped and and it's uh, you know it's a much better performance by the Blackhawks uh, from then out. So Gail, first uh, first impressions of, of of the game tonight.
1: Yeah, it really was nice to see them kind of uh, bounce back there. I, I the 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 Connor Murphy uh, situation, mm-hmm. I think, really, really just had them uh, sh- sh- shaken. Uh, and yeah. I, that's uh, I, I just it was nice to see them bounce back and, and get a good game. And and uh, I think it was Caleb Jones at the end of the game said we wanted to win one for Murphy, and they did. So six to three win. Nice to see. Good way to start your Saturday night.
0: Yeah, and and on, you know. Connor Murphy, uh, as far as we understand it, he is okay uh, in, in medical terms. Um, you know, it was, it was a scary hit about what, two, not even just barely two minutes into the game. Uh, Murphy got hit into the boards by Parker Kelly of the Senators. Um, Kelly given a five, uh, five-minute major in a game of his conduct. Murphy, um, an awkward hit. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, a, a dirty hit. But, um, you know, this is, this is the second time we've had to see a Blackhawks player stretchered off the ice this season and um, in both of those games you know the the response from Chicago um, it, you know understandably flat and you know it, the the Hawks go on a on a on the five-minute power play uh, after after the uh, the hit and the injury and the Senators score
1: shorthanded
0: handed. and I, I remember that you know I we we're watching the game here and I, I turned to you and I go did they, like, there was n- almost no react. It seemed like there was no reaction from the crowd when the Senators scored in Ottawa. And I was like, it's either a, it's either an empty building or, like, like no one is recovered from what they just saw with, with Murphy having to get stretchered off the ice. And it's just, it's one of those things where it's just, like, not only are the Blackhawks, a team, susceptible to slow starts, but then you get an incident like that, and it's just, like, you see how much it affects them.
1: Yeah, and when the when the uh, the puck went into the net, uh, you could just see Flurry like, oh, I just don't think he was ready. I just I think they were all flat-footed, and none of them they were just kind of in shock about the whole thing. So, um, and it was it was tough to see everybody kneeling and uh, thumbs up. Uh, Connor mm-hmm. Murphy gave when he went off the ice, and it's my understanding he's like I think you just said mm, he's yeah. traveling back uh, along with Tyler Johnson, who left the game as well, yep. traveling. Uh, back to Chicago so fingers crossed that uh that wasn't as bad as it looked and uh everybody's going to be okay
0: yeah and and um yeah Chicago was already you know playing with a an 11 forward yes. seven defenseman lineup tonight and then you you know you lose Murphy and then you lose Tyler Johnson at the end of the first period and it's just like you just you know it 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 literally was just like this this first period could not have gone any worse no. uh and and then you also you know you see the senators they get the shorthanded goal. They get the they get a second goal. Uh, Kirby Doc gets railroaded, and then Jonathan Taze steps in and says uh, enough's enough, and, and and drops the glove with Zach Sanford. Um, and I, you know, I wanted to. We'll get into all the good stuff that happened in in the game. It's just the opening twenty minutes. had you you, we got to sh- uh, shift through it a little bit, but um, you know, Taze steps in and stands up for Kirby Doc getting. Uh, getting run over by Sanford, and I get the re- I get the reactionary nature of Taze stepping in. You know, it was it was a big hit. Blackhawks need some momentum, but um, I would just wish that the Blackhawks had somebody who didn't have the concussion history of Jonathan Taze yes. willing to step in and drop the gloves when those times call for it.
1: I think everybody that was watching that game was like, no, no, God, Donathan Tays, don't do this. What are you thinking? And of course, he's the captain. This is what he does. Mm. And uh, uh, I'm just happy that, uh, and he didn't play. I don't think he played for the rest of that, the first period. Yeah. He, um, he
0: he didn't didn't get a shift at the end of the first period once his once his fighting major was over
1: so uh you know i know that we were looking <sighs> at the bench when they started little, the second period and we're like oh gosh wracking. there he is and then next thing you know he scores two goals and uh yeah just uh that's that's a much much better way to get your revenge just by scoring two goals and picking a fight yeah, and getting in a fight
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i'm 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 glad that he was able to you know come back be okay you know it didn't didn't seem like because he took some some punches in that fight. And, uh, you know, I, I remember watch, we were watching the fight as it was happening. And I'm like, I'm just like watching it through my hands. I'm just like, Oh my God, please just, 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 you know, just go to the ground or something, you know, don't get hurt. And it looked, it looked for a split second. Like he got hit and like was going down. Like he got like woozied. And I was like, Oh no, like it's just, it's just one of those things where it's just like, you know, anybody, but Taze right now should be, uh, should be dropping the gloves. And, and we saw it in the, in the Philadelphia game as well. Uh, this, this, this yeah. last weekend, you know, Tays jumping into the scrums and, you know, getting, uh, getting involved physically that way. Um, I, you know, I fully understand that it's, it's part of the nature of the game. It's very reactionary. Jonathan Taze isn't out there thinking, Oh, I have a concussion history. I probably shouldn't fight this guy. He's, he's reacting on his hockey instinct. I get that. Um, I just, you know, I, and I, I'm I'm the last person to advocate for you know guys in the lineup whose sole purpose is to just punch people, but I think I would like to see someone else be able to do that in the Blackhawks lineup, willing to do that, who's not a player who's worth more for their skill right. than for their fists. And when we saw it um, in the in the AHL game with the with the Ice Hogs and the Milwaukee Admirals uh, last night, Curtis Gabriel who was acquired by the, you know, by Derek King's base. Basically Derrick King said, Hey, we need someone who can be an enforcer. And they, Blackhawks ended up going out and, and getting Curtis Gabriel. And I'm not saying Curtis Gabriel needs to be in the lineup, but they gotta have, they gotta have somebody that can do that.
1: They, they do. They need to have somebody that can, uh, well, maybe, maybe not uh, even with fighting, but just intimidate and, and finish your checks and, and, uh make it so that they're not gonna take runs at the at the you know and it's funny mm-hmm. because I remember when we were talking about it with Taze and he jumped on the guy's back and, and basically he was defending De Brinkett. and it's like, well wait, wait wait, but Debrinkat can defend himself but then oh wait, oh he's like got the you know he's not the one that we want in a fight either. Mm-hmm. So uh and yeah so it's it's a tough call there.
0: And I think when when we talk about going into the rebuild, um a lot of the players who are going to be you know those valuable pieces moving forward like in Alex DeBrincat, um, those are the guys that need to be protected because these are your future future assets and sure. um, you know I think what we're going to see in the rebuild are some players who will probably be Blackhawks for maybe a season um, that are that are going to play that role where it's like hey you know I'm they might be playing for a job but their main role might be can you protect Lucas Reichel? Can you protect uh, Alex Dabrinka? Can you protect Brandon Hagel and make Mm -hmm. sure that these guys who are likely going to be part of, you know, the future down the road in the next two, three, four years with the Blackhawks, can you make sure that these guys don't, don't get run over? Don't
1: get hurt because they're going to do it if you don't. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. I I think that's going to be something that, um, you know, we'll have to, we'll have to look at with the rebuild.
1: Yeah. Something to think about moving forward because this team, I just did, after the after the trade deadline this team's going to be a different team I I, I believe when we know I mean, I who knows? I mean yeah. we're,
0: <laughs> we're we're closing in on on 8 days away and and we're still waiting on not just with the Blackhawks but Everybody. with, with yeah. the NHL as a whole yeah. for the the trade deadline to kind of start acting like it's the trade deadline um so yeah I mean the the, the first period it, it was not it, it was kind of quintessential Blackhawks. It was just like, man, like, you know, they, they they have these spirited efforts, uh, even if even in losses, spirited efforts against the Bruins, against the Lightning, like, you know, these teams that are top teams. Um, you know, they, they got the overtime win recently against the Oilers. But then they you know, and I was and I was thinking about it earlier today. I was just like, man, this would they they've had these good performances, win win or loss doesn't matter. Good performances. Right. And is like, I was thinking about, I was like, is today shaping up where they're just going to lay an egg against the senators and we're, and it's just going to be a waste of a Saturday night. And after the first 20 minutes looked like it was going to be that. But then, uh, but then,
1: then they made it fun.
0: Yeah. The, the next 40 minutes were a lot better. Uh, as you mentioned, Jonathan Tays came back from, uh, uh, in the second period, he was, he was on the bench, you know, uh, sigh of relief. And, um, shortly into the second period, He he scores. And, uh, Gets the Blackhawks on the board, cuts the lead in half, and the assist, primary assist coming from Patrick Kane, and that was uh, career point number one thousand one hundred and fifty four for Kane, surpassing Bobby Hall for the uh, second place on the Blackhawks all time list. So, um, something you something you like to see, uh, a miles another milestone for Patrick Kane. Ended up having three assists. Yep, he didn't stop on there, the night. Yeah, he was he was very much. Uh, a big part of the win tonight. Um, He's on a six-game point streak now and uh, has nine multi-point games in his last 18 games played. He is on an absolute tear. And I I think he's, you know, he's, you know, we look at the top line with Dylan Strome, Alex Zabrinka, and Patrick Kane. Um, All three of those guys interchangeably over the last week or so have at different times driven that line. And, and and Kane has been you know, to, to see what he's doing at, at this point in his career, it's it's pretty impressive with the games that he's played and what he's able to still do.
1: Absolutely. And I know that you had mentioned uh I think you tweeted it out on Tuesday, I wanna say, um, that if if, if that line, if that line of uh of, of to Kane and Strome is is gonna be your, your top line next season, then uh, you know, nothing to complain about, right? So, uh, you know, is Strom gonna stay? Will they be that, that top line? And, and to a certain extent, <sighs> I think that the more elite teams will figure out how to shut them down, and this could be a problem moving forward. But they held their own against the Bruins. Um, I don't think they allowed a goal against the Bergeron line. They were up against. Mm -hmm. Um, and I remember when they were first put together, I don't know, was that three or four years back? Um, they're a little bit different now, you know, to and Strom are a lot more, um, effective defensively, um, and more responsible there. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and that was kind of the reason that they got taken away because it was uh, from that because it was kind of a a run and gun. But then next thing you know, they're letting away chances on the other on the other end, and it's 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 not that anymore. So it is kind of cool to see them grow and have so much chemistry together. Uh, so we'll see if they end up uh, being a being a line together. Yeah, because
0: because if that's your top line, um, I'm I'm very okay with it because I I, I think Patrick Kane is still a valuable player, obviously yes. to, to have around the team, he controls his future. If he doesn't want to go anywhere, he won't be going anywhere. Um, and I think, you know, you, you look at his play and he's definitely s- still playing up to his current contract value. Um, can he continue it for another four or five years yes. until the team is until the team is contending again? Uh, you'd like to hope so yeah. you'd like to hope so. And, and I think if he can stay healthy, there's a, there's a good chance he could do that. Um, I think I think it's very very obvious Alex Zabrinket is part of the future in the Blackhawks. Um, I I don't think yes he would get an an amazing haul in the in the trade market, but I think he's one of those players that you you look at and you're just like even even if it's three or four years down the road that the Blackhawks are going to be competitive again and and contending for a cup again, I still think Alex Zabrinket is part of that. Um, part of what makes that team competitive and makes them contenders. So I think he'll be sticking around. And I think Dylan Strom is, is clearly made a statement this season that when he's put in the right positions to succeed, he can be an effective player. And I, I think he's, you know, he's, he's a good kind of transitional centerman for the Blackhawks that they don't really have that depth at that position that you can look at and say, Oh, this is the next guy. This is the next guy behind him. This next guy, outside of Lucas Reichel, they really don't have anybody who's going to be a, a top centerman. I think Dylan. I think uh, Kirby Doc is his future is probably not down the middle. Um, so I think if that's your top line next season, season after that, I'm I'm not really mad about that. And I don't think we're looking at that line to lead them to the cup. I like you said, like they're probably you know when it gets to crunch time when it gets to playoff hockey time that's not a line that you really look at as you know the line that you can put out against anybody i right. think that's a line that could eventually um, especially in you know in the playoffs when you know the the, the big teams have succeed, have success the teams that can play with edge have success yeah. those are you know not the most physical guys so um, but again it's that's it's that that's a li- way is a way. That, that line's goal is yeah. to is Squirrels. not necessarily well yeah it's not necessarily to be effective in the postseason so um yeah so we'll you know we'll we'll see what happens with uh with the future there I think ultimately I think Dylan Strom stays in Chicago beyond the 21st and um I you know I think he'll get a a decent um he'll at least get his qualifying offer I think yeah. he's, he's very much worth it now I think I we've agree. been seeing that um so yeah, it was it was it was a big game for Patrick Kane. He he drove that line tonight, and you know those guys were the you know we, we look at the time on ice after the game. Um, Dylan Strome, uh, Patrick Kane, and Alex DeBrinket were the top three forwards in ice time. Uh, twenty five minutes, uh, tw- twenty five minutes and change for DeBrinket. Twenty four minutes and change for both uh, Patrick Kane and Dylan Strome. Um, that's kind of been the the mo of that line this uh, this this last two weeks, we've been seeing that line really getting a, a lot of use, a lot of run, a lot of results. Um, but I, I, I think beyond you know having that chemistry and and saying like okay, like these are the guys that are that are making us go um, at a point where wins and losses may not matter to some, I think they matter to Derek King. yeah because he's a guy who's who's looking for, you know, maybe I can can build up my resume a little bit here in the last couple of last couple of weeks and try and stick around and get this interim tag lifted.
1: Yep, I agree with you 100. percent And he's leaning on his stars, and uh, I'd like to I'd like to see him back. I'd, I, I don't know, I don't know about head coach, but uh, gosh, I, I sure think that Chicago could offer him something. That, you know, he'd be a really awesome assistant coach, or maybe even head coach. Who knows? With the right people around him. Um, but I think that King has really endeared himself to uh, the organization, to the fans, to the players. Um, he he He's really been integral in kind of turning things around um, and making hockey fun again for for Chicago.
0: Yeah, and I, and I think it would, I mean, it's not uncommon. It's happened before, but I think it would be weird to see a guy go from head coach to assistant coach, um, especially when, You know, you saw the kind of you saw the you've seen the results that um, Blackhawks have had this season after the coaching change. I mean, Derrick King has got something out of these guys that Jeremy Colleton had no success in doing. No clue. Um, So so I think, you know, we've talked about it before. Derrick King seems like the perfect coach for a rebuilding team because you're not really looking for. The wins and losses you're looking for the development mm-hmm. of the next wave of players coming through and um you know with with his work with the with the ice hogs in the last few seasons he's he's familiar with a lot of the the younger players that are going to be coming through you know at the end of this season going into next season you know it's 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 not a time for the blackhawks to really look for their next like contending coach um and 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 Derek King for for all the you know good things we can say, he's not a, he's not perfect you know he's he's not um, you know a perfect X's and O's guy. This is his first time getting an NHL head coaching opportunity, so there's there's obviously still going to be a learning curve for him. But I I think there's you know there's going to be a head coaching search this this off season um, whether or not it you know is 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 marketed as being as extensive and, you know, thinking outside the box as the GM search was, Oh, and then we hire the the in-house guy. Yeah. Um they, You know, if they're, if, if they're going to stick with the in-house guy for their head coaching position, just, just go out and say, Hey, we're keeping Derek King around. Don't say, Oh, we're bringing in this person and we're bringing in this person. We're bringing in this person. Oh, and but we're going to keep Derek King. Like don't waste our time.
1: Um never a dull moment though, right? I mean, no, all I these mean, things for us to talk about and all these changes.
0: <laughs> all these changes and we're 8 days away from the trade deadline and we have the same exact lineup that, we're, that we've happen. been looking at all season. It's
1: going to happen, Mario. You want people to keep up for a couple days straight.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, I mean, I'm we're, we're we're lining up for the uh for the March 21st uh, trade deadline show pretty nicely here because we're we're just uh, 8 days away from that and um
1: three more games
0: we're yeah we're we're looking at well yeah we're looking at we the Blackhawks have had a very condensed week um so especially with traveling you know it's not really optimal to be making trades while you're on the road or while you're playing game after game after game so we have some some space between games now where it's like gonna need to keep your phone handy because it might you know something might pop up uh, at a moment's notice so um yeah, that, that that March twenty first show that we're uh, we're lining up here with uh, the CHGO Blackhawks podcast that's going to be a doozy, and it, it might end up being a a frenzy of a day. So it'll be it'll be something to something to behold. Yeah. Um, the best way to support the CHGO uh, Blackhawks podcast and CHGO sports is by downloading the Points Bet app. I had uh, a number of bets out in today's game, and uh, I I, I you know, as the saying goes, you win no, some, me. you win some, you lose some. Uh, I went uh, two, two and two uh, bets on the uh, on today's Blackhawks game, but the most important one was the Blackhawks on the money line. So I got that one. Um, so when you sign up with points bet, use the promo code CHGO, and if you make a fifty dollar or more first time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker. If you have any questions, be sure to email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we'll be happy to help you. Remember that PointsBet is your home for live in-game betting. They even have a new feature exclusive to PointsBet with live same-game NBA parlays. For the first time ever, build the perfect live same-game parlay only with PointsBet. You can even boost your live same-game parlays with PointsBet. And now available, online signup is open in Illinois. You can download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. Remember, use the promo code CHGO, and you get two risk-free bets for up to $2,000. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 um, yeah it was uh 50-50 today for me on the on the points bet app i had the black hawks uh, on the money line i got that one had jonathan taze to get a point got that and then some um, but you know with 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 patrick kane rolling Dylan strom got a goal uh, unfortunately i bet on alex debrinkart to get a point tonight and that did not uh did not come through. That's a
1: pretty darn good bet. So uh, I thought it was. Yeah,
0: I, I I I was looking at it and I was just like, you know what, I'm rolling with yeah. with at least Alex Debrincat to to keep his his uh, point streak going. And it ended up being his other two line mates that yeah. kept their point streak. Kind of a going. surprise
1: that he didn't get an assist, an assist or something, right?
0: Yeah, it was it was a night to uh, to fill up the score sheet. The other one I lost, I, I had uh, Brady Kachuk to get a point for the senators. That didn't happen. So uh, I, I mean, I guess that's good. Black, I guess that's good. I mean, the Blackhawks won. I mean, that's, yeah. that's a good thing, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was a night to fill up the score sheet and, and someone who, uh, someone who did that, uh, tonight, uh, getting a, a multi-goal effort from, uh, Caleb Jones, yeah. uh, not Seth Jones, the, uh, you know, the, the higher paid of the two, the one who Watch hasn't hasn't scored a goal since December. Yeah. Um, no, it was Caleb Jones getting uh, two goals tonight. Uh, he was get he got the uh, third goal in the second period to give the Blackhawks the lead at the three uh, two point of the second period, and ended up getting uh, another goal in the third period to make it five three at that point. Um, so it was actually a pretty historic uh, night for the Jones brothers. Uh, the first goal from Caleb. Uh, was assisted by Seth, and that is the first time that those two have actually connected uh, on a goal together. Pretty, pretty impressive for the uh, for the Jones brothers tonight.
1: It, it's also the uh, uh, Blackhawks siblings to, uh, first to factor into mm-hmm. a the same goal since Rich and Brent Sutter uh, in February of
0: nineteen ninety four. Nineteen ninety four. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a long. Long time ago, but yeah, it was it was uh, pretty fun to see Seth and jo- uh, Seth and Caleb uh, connecting tonight. I know the the talk around Seth Jones has been, you know, oh he's not scoring, he's not, you know, he's not playing well and everything. But it's just, I I understand the animosity towards Seth Jones because of the way he came to the team, because of the way he's going to stay with the team. Um, you know, he he's he's been pretty much as advertised yep. prior to what we saw from him last season. Like, you know, he's not he's not the Norris candidate Seth Jones anymore, but he's still a number one defenseman in, in, in the league.
1: And I think that people, when they when they look at a defenseman that's going to play and make that much money, mm. uh, you know, they want him to be more to weigh, to weigh um, offense and defense. And I think that that's really where he's getting hit. Um, this season is that, you know, he's only got three goals. Caleb, just his brother, just scored four goals now on the season. So yeah, his little yeah. brother has uh, beaten him um, right. and three goals that he actually talked to the media this morning and was talking about how, you know, he's really frustrated and uh, with with only having three goals. Um, and you did. You, you saw him shoot the puck a little bit more uh, this, uh, this game as well. So I think that that's a kind of a goal of his. Um, but, you know, don't let up on the defensive end either because – Let's face it. Um, the, you know the Blackhawks need all the help they can, in, in that respect, and he's underappreciated, I think, for the value that he has um, on the defensive side.
0: Yeah, I, I think his his defensive game is obviously um, something that you know has been a bit of a of an issue in the past. But I, I, you know, I think he's, I think he gets a bad rap. Yeah, I don't think he's, you know, I don't think he's the next coming of Bobby Orr. But um, you know, I think he, I think he's going to be. For, his contract is going to make him pretty much unmovable once once his extension kicks in, um, but I think he's he's still going to be serviceable as a number one defenseman for the Blackhawks for a number of years. Um, not eight know, though, probably likely not. Those last
1: couple two, three, four years yeah. could be rough.
0: Well, I mean, and and that, that's you can't be worrying about those years. I guess now so. um, you got to you got to worry about what's what's you know in the short term future. Uh, Coming up here. But, yeah, I, I think tonight we saw him, you know, kind of – even though the goal scoring is, is something that he wants to be, you know, more involved with and, and have go right for him, I think we all would like that. Um, it was good to see him, you know, get involved and, yeah. and be active. You know, it was – you know, we saw it tonight. You know, he got a assist on the on the first goal from, from his brother, and he also got an assist on the uh, Dylan Strom goal in the third period. Yep. You know he was he was he was active tonight. Three shots on goal, got got two assists. So I mean it's you know it's good to see him continue to be you know that top defenseman that the Blackhawks were pretty much missing for the last few seasons. I know Duncan Keith was playing that role, but it was kind of right. F- he was kind of forced to play that role because they didn't have anyone else who could fill exactly.
1: it exactly. He wasn't really the same caliber anymore. But like you said, yeah, they didn't have anyone else, so by default, he kind of still was that one that person. Um, so yeah, Seth Jones is is. Is an upgrade in that respect, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll see if, how long he can keep it up.
0: Yeah. So, Caleb Jones, two goals tonight. He now has four on the season. That ties him with uh, Connor Murphy for the team lead in goals by a defenseman with four. Four. Not a, It's not a lot. What's going on, Jake? All right, so how about this? Uh, pretty cool moment for brothers, right? Yes. yes. So, coolest moment you've ever had with a sibling. Oh, my, my gosh putting me on this putting me on the spot well um (laughs) I guess um my sister and I uh both welcomed our first child into our family uh five days apart (laughs) so that's that's uh yeah it was it was it was a big week uh for for our family so um I would say most recently that was pretty the pretty cool moment, yeah.
1: Sibling moment, huh? Okay, well, my brother is actually uh, eight years younger than me, and we were never really close. But uh, uh, at my wedding, he was—we just had a really good time. It was nice to have him there. How's that? That's not <laughs> hockey related, but hey, either one, that one of them that works. That works. It's always good get to know your hosts a little better. Yeah. you.
0: <laughs> <Thank, I laughs> think- that's 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 good uh, on that's good on the spot questioning there from yeah. uh, producer Jake there. <laughs> um but yeah we you know we, and we mentioned Dylan Strom getting uh getting on the board uh late in the third period. Uh he gets his uh his his point streak continues mm-hmm. moves to uh moves to six games he's got 11 points uh, in his last six games when you're hot you're hot. Yeah. And I think um you know th- this 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 week has really put the the exclamation point on why we need to why we need to look at Dylan Strome as a player to uh, to invest in?
1: He's hopping on the ride.
0: He's hopping on the ride. <laughs> Dylan Strome is is pretty much the conductor right now. Yeah, hopping on the ride there. Um, so let's uh, on on that note, let's get to our uh, our CHGO fourth stars of the game. Uh, the Blackhawks had a uh, had a clean sweep of the three stars nominations tonight in the, in the game. Patrick Kane. Caleb Jones, and Jonathan Taze were named the uh, three stars of the game. But since this is Chicago, this is uh, the CHGO fourth star. If you're unfamiliar, it's because the flag has four stars. Get that connection. Pretty clever by us here. But uh, we'll nominate the uh, the fourth star of the game. Um, speaking of Dylan Strome, my nominee tonight is Unsurprisingly, Dylan Strom. Have I you
1: never not picked Dylan Strom I, so I, far?
0: I picked Sam Lafferty okay. once. Um, but Dylan Strom has been mentioned in each of our post game podcasts as as, as either star. Greg or my own uh, nominee. But we're going to keep that streak going um, as, as he kept his going. He had uh, four shots on goal, very active night. Um, like we mentioned before, 24 minutes of ice time. And uh, he gets his 16th goal of the season. So my nominee is Dylan Strom tonight. Gail, do you got?
1: All right. Well, uh, we already talked about him a bunch. I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go with, go with Seth Jones. Uh, again, the two assists. They were both primary. Um, two shots on goal or three something. You know, he's he's obviously uh, again three shots trying trying. Uh, I think I think we're going to see him with more shots on goal and more chances on the power play. Um, I think we're going to see, he's he's going to, he might go on a little run here at the end. Uh, get more than those three shots on goal, or three goals for the season. 24-18 um, minutes, you know, I, I just, again, we, we I think we rely on him and he gets taken for granted. So I am not going to take him for granted tonight. And <laughs> I'm naming him our fourth star.
0: Yeah, and we saw, you know, in the lead up to today's game, like you mentioned before, Seth Jones himself is not satisfied with his output and and, and what he's been doing offensively. Um, Derek King even came out and said, you know, we want him shooting more, being more active, uh, you know, on, on the power play, being able to be, you know, more, more effective in, in, in that respect. And I think we saw a clear, you know, message received tonight from Jones being able to, uh, you know, be active, uh, in the offensive zone, put, put shots on that. It's it's never a bad idea to shoot the puck towards the net, right? Something can happen. and, And like we saw that, uh, in the third period Dylan Strom you know tips uh tips Jones the shot and you know Blackhawks add to the lead so
1: yeah that was a nice that was a nice shot and then, uh it, you know it, Strom just kind of deflected it in so mm-hmm. that's the idea right that's what we want
0: right so um between those two uh who we who are we going to who we going to go with i i really feel like my Strom pick is more of a cumulative pick for the, just the the way that he's been playing these last couple of games, um, and I, I really just want to keep that Dylan Strom train going in the uh, in the fourth start, uh, little little uh, nominees that we have here. You you got any more uh, defense of Seth Jones from, eh, from tonight? No,
1: I think I can give you Strom. I can give you Strom, yes. right? I mean, he scored yes. a goal. He's he like you said, but at some point,
0: at some point, we're
1: gonna have to get off the Strome train here. Hey,
0: you know what? If Dylan Strome continues to have nights where we can three star, we
1: will able to pick him, right?
0: If he can continue yeah. to have nights where he's continuously being uh picked for our our fourth star of the night, um I'm not going to complain about that because yeah. that means he's, you know, he's playing effective and that means that he's, you know, he's he's making his uh uh making an impact in the lineup at, at a point where <laughs> you know, he he's making his case to stick around. So so Dylan Strome, the uh, CHGO fourth star of the night for, I believe, the third time. Oh, again. His uh, his closet is getting f- pretty full with those uh, free shirts we're going to be sending him. Yeah. Um, but hopefully, uh, hopefully he enjoys them. And uh, if you enjoy the CHGO Blackhawks podcast, if you enjoy any of the uh, CHGO uh, podcasts, whether it's White Sox, Cubs, Bears, we got a Chicago Sky podcast coming. I mean, it's we we, we got everything uh, covered here at CHGO. You can support us with uh, getting some of those uh, CHGO branded shirts. We got the ones with the uh, CHGO uh, Chicago flag. We got the ones all branded from the podcast. If you if you like the uh, the logo there on your screen with the CHGO Blackhawks logo, got a nice. Uh, red shirt, red t-shirt with that logo on it. Um, you know, I, I'm pretty, uh, I, I do like the, um, the white socks, CHGO white that's Sox cute. logo yeah. with the, the angry sock. Yeah. I, I mean, that's where else are you going to find that? I think that's, oh. that's pretty, that's pretty good. And, um, you know what? It's, it's, it's funny. Um, you know, we, I was, I was looking through all the, I was looking through all the logos when we were, uh, when we were launching, and, uh, I was, I was just like, oh, uh, you know, I really, that, that angry, that angry face on the sock, just like really put it over the top. And then, um, you know, I saw the bears one and I was like, oh, even, even Clark, the bear is angry. Like, man, we got some intensity here in, uh, in CHGO. And then, um, <laughs> I'm going to pick on my wife a little bit here. She goes, she goes, oh, why isn't the, why isn't the Blackhawks logo, uh, for CHGO angry? And I'm like, Oh, well, they're just sticks. <laughs> and we we had a we had a pretty good laugh. It was I don't, it was just something. It was, it was <laughs> well.
1: I have to say though, that is a pretty sweet logo for the Blackhawks. Yeah. I like it.
0: Shout out to uh, to Eric who designed all the uh, uh, all the logos nice. for our, our CHGO uh, podcasts and branding and our dope merch. Um, so yeah, if you want to support uh, CHGO in, in, in any other way, you can. Uh, you can go to allchgo.com and you can find our our merchandise there, find those shirts and you can uh order yours today. You're going to be looking pretty nice around the city. Uh so Dylan Strom, he's got three, what is it? What did I say? Three free shirts going his way now this week. Man, he is his his mailbox is going to be filling up pretty quick.
1: He needs to be a guest speaker.
0: Yeah, uh, hey, Dylan, if you're if you're watching, i would love to have you on the show. I don't I think he's a little busy right now. Yeah. But uh oh, yeah. We- that would be that would be pretty sweet. Um, as we get to the trade deadline, uh, one of the biggest names that the Blackhawks have on the trade block, we think, is Mark Andre Fleury. We what we don't know is his trade status. He has a ten-team no-trade clause. He has an agreement to the previous front office that said, "Hey." I, I don't want to be traded if I don't have to be. Um, and the Blackhawks might or might not honor that. Um, I wrote about it on, uh, on, on, on allchgo.com. Um, the Blackhawks are going to miss a major opportunity to start the rebuild off on the right foot if they do not trade Marc-Andre Fleury at the deadline. Um, we talked about it on, on on the last podcast a little bit. But, Gail, where do you stand on, on Mark andre Fleury and his future with the team?
1: That's really a tough one. It really is because you don't want to just uproot him. Uh, you know, I talked about that the last time I was here this past Sunday, I think, you know, where, where you, you – you, you, but I do get where you're coming from in that he's the biggest trade piece and, you know, maybe you should be sitting down with him and saying, hey, you know, come on. Uh, go to contender for us. Help us out here. Mm-hmm. Um, you can leave your family here. Come back. I don't know. Maybe, maybe if you sign us for a deal, to you know, and I, I, who knows? Who knows? But uh, you're absolutely right. That would that would and and the rebuild is not going to just happen at this trade deadline. Let's remember that too. You know, right. I mean, it's just the beginning. It's just the beginning. There's the off season, uh, and uh, I think uh, it was um, Kyle Davidson that was saying, you know, I, I can only give or take what what's been given to me so
0: yeah the, he's he's under the impression that the Blackhawks can't set the market um in, at the trade deadline but with Marc-Andre Fleury you can at, at at least at the goaltender position um and I'm not I'm not saying you know go out and make a trade just to do it but I think when you, when you're looking at a guy like like Flurry of his stature of of what he can bring to a contending team, um, and we've seen contending teams that need goaltending help, um, you know I, I think it's it's a mistake to to hold on to him. But he's not really doing the Blackhawks I, any I was favors. Say
1: he's tanking on purpose because he doesn't want to go anywhere. Yeah.
0: In <laughs> his last in his last six games, Flurry has allowed at least three goals in each of those games and his save percentages from the last six games have been 870 886 906 813 906 and then tonight 870 again
1: that's not your typical flower there nope. no
0: no it, and it's you know it's it's been beneficial for the Blackhawks that they've been able to you know kind of find some some offensive power in the last couple of games because it's it's bailed flurry out uh, as much as he's bailed out the team um at, at different points this season so um you know he's not making it easy for the blackhawks to trade him right now uh given his given his current play but i think you know gold the goaltending position is is a funny one you know yeah. it's one of the probably one of the most difficult in not only in hockey but in any sport and uh you know i with the ebbs and flows of of the position of with you know with the The players you know the goal goaltenders in the league it's rare that you're going to see a guy you know have have an entire season where he's mistake free or he's just you know an absolutely you know a brick wall or anything like that but for Flurry, it's coming at the wrong time
1: it sure is it's a really bad timing
0: and yeah and it's you know you look at some of the teams that that have a, a need for an upgrade at goaltender or a need for just even a starting goaltender you look at Toronto you look at um Colorado even though they really don't have the assets to to make a deal they still could be someone that you know it's the salary cap is fake money yeah and there's a lot of different ways to to kind of finagle it, finagle, you know. finagle a deal and and Colorado you know they might be at a point where you know they just just lost Gabriel Landeskog for the rest of the season with with knee and with uh, knee surgery yeah so you know you're 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 looking at that team if if they really want to contend you know, you they might be now in a market to replace Landeskog, and you know, at the forward position, um, but an upgrade at goaltender could still be on the table. Toronto uh, is needs goaltending help. You know, we we they they have Jack Campbell injured. Um, that's going to be you know more of a short term injury, but you know, is he is it going to be able to bounce back and and of course be we, a starter?
1: We don't know anything about any of these rumors either. But I had heard too that. Uh, you know, maybe Mark Andre Fleury might w- not want to go to Toronto, or does anybody really want to be in right, Canada yeah. right now? So, uh, um, you know, with the restrictions and uh, across the borders and all that, so right. who knows?
0: Yeah, I, you know, I, I I saw this the the report from um, Pierre LeBrun uh, of the of the Athletic that you know it's it's kind of understood that Toronto is either part of his ten team no trade list or has been expressed that he doesn't want to go there yeah so that obviously is 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 a roadblock to uh to, to trading him to a to a contender like uh like the maple leafs but um you know it's it's again we're, we're eight days away from the trade deadline we
1: don't have long to wait
0: he's we're, we're gonna find out in the next week one way or the other yes um but i you know i think the and you mentioned it you mentioned it too you know the possibility of trading Flurry, but then saying, Oh, you know, you can come back in the summer. Like it, it might, or, uh, you know, it might just be a short stint where, you know, you're away from your family or whatnot and keeping them in Chicago. And then you come back next season. I, then you get into the, into, you know, okay, what does the contract look like yeah. for Marc Andre Fleury next season? Because you have uh, Seth Jones's extension kicking in. I know you're going to, you're probably going to get rid of Calvin DeHans. um, cap hit one way or another, either at the trade deadline or if he's not traded, but again, that wouldn't make sense, but either at the trade deadline or coming off the books in the summer, um, you know, I, I think the goaltending position, we're not looking for the Blackhawks to have to, you know, be at the cap ceiling, but the goaltending position shouldn't be where they're spending their money.
1: Well, especially during a rebuild, you know, um, you don't want to be spending a whole lot of giving Mark on your furry a whole lot of money when really what you're trying to do is develop your other goaltenders. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just something that, uh, that Derek King mentioned the other day that they're, they're not really being fair to Lincoln and they're really trying to get Kevin Lincoln and they're really trying to get him to, uh, you know, have back to back games to get, to get some kind of a rhythm. I mean, and he didn't play all that great the other night against the Bruins, but mm-hmm. gave up a lot of rebounds, but it, he hasn't really had a chance to get into kind of any kind of groove, and
0: and when he's been in, he's you haven't seen anything of you know the performances that he had last season, where he kind of looked like oh maybe maybe he can be a starter in in the league
1: because he was yeah he was he was playing every night or every yeah mm-hmm. uh, he was playing a lot. Uh, I think he got a little bit burnt out there towards the end, which is where you know he's probably not ready to be your number one guy yet. Uh, yeah. where somebody like Marc-Arne Fleury, oh, gosh, if he could mentor him or maybe not play as much, yeah. but he would he would have to understand that. And why? Why would he really want to do that? Why would he want to spend the last year of his I – mean, it sounds like he says he wants to play at least one more year. Why would he want to yeah. spend the tail end of his career not playing a whole lot and uh, for a pay cut and with a rebuilding team?
0: Right. It, it, it doesn't really fit. Makes sense. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense for, for Fleury, who's, you know – what more does he really have to, to accomplish prove. in his career uh, to prove not much, but I mean, he's a competitor. We see it in practice. Yeah. You know, he, he doesn't like giving up goals, even just in practice. Um, so he's a guy that wants to win. He said, if he does leave Chicago this season, he wants to go somewhere where he thinks he can win. Um, so it doesn't really bode well for, for him or for the Blackhawks to come back next season. Cause he's, it's it's not going to be a contending team. Yeah. Um, you know, you're gonna have a young roster mixed in with some of the some of the new core pieces, and then some players that probably are just gonna stick around for half of a season and then get flipped that next year's deadline. Uh anyway. So yeah, I, I think Flurry's future probably shouldn't be in Chicago be beyond the next eight days, but I think I'm getting I'm getting the sense now. After having, you know, thought about it for a few days, I'm getting the sense now where I'm feeling like, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day on the 21st, Flurry's, I get a sense that he's going to be still with the Blackhawks.
1: I get that feeling too.
0: And I I think it comes from, you know, Kyle Davidson's getting a short window to like make his stamp as GM and i i i get the feeling from from Kyle Davidson, who he seems to be as a as a person who he seems to be as a uh, as a GM in his philosophy um, it, i don't get the sense that he's coming in kicking down doors and saying you know, it, you know it's pounding his fist and saying let's here's what here's the plan here's what we're going to do we're going to be aggressive we're going to do that it, it really seems like he's coming in and it's kind of just going to be like, oh, well, you know, we'll we'll feel it out. We'll see what happens. And I get the sense that we're going to come to the trade deadline day and Flurry's going to stick around. And, you know, we might just be hanging the the, the start of the rebuild on moving guys like Dominic Kubelik and Calvin DeHaan.
1: Dominic Kubelik and Calvin DeHaan. That's what I was just going to say. If you ask me who I'm pretty, pretty sure is not going to be around after the 21st, those would be the two names. And everybody else is just kind of up in the air. And like you said about Kyle Davidson, yeah, it's – I think he has a plan and I think that he he has has some, some, um, some good thoughts, but I I don't, I don't know that we're going to see it all right away. And Mm. like I said, this is just the beginning. Um, Probably more, more moves on the off in the off season.
0: Yeah. I, again, I, you know, the rebuild isn't going to be started and finished in the next week. Um, But I, I I think it's going to, you you really want to get it started on the right foot and i think if you go into this trade deadline and if you come away from it with oh we moved Calvin Dehan for a third round pick or we moved Dominic Kubalik for a fourth no. round pick it's not gonna you're not really grabbing people's attention and saying like hey like we're trying to get people to hop on the ride but we're not i mean what who wants to hop on the ride with a bunch of mid round picks that may or may not be worth anything yeah. uh, i i know it's it's not really um
1: but lucas reichel we got him
0: yeah which come I mean, on is fine he's 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 a good player he's saying
1: that tongue-in-cheek but yeah i'm <laughs> excited about him don't don't yeah, yeah
0: there's 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 reason to be excited about him yes. for sure i mean if you've if you've been paying attention to what he's been doing uh, in the ahl this season um as a 19 year old he's, he's one of the best rookies in, in the league dominating um yeah. he's he's having a tremendous season leading the ice hogs um you know, we'll, we'll, we've seen a few games of him in the NHL. I think we're going to see a couple more uh, as 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 we get to the tail end of the season here. Um, I don't think they're going to play him more than nine. the nine game limit.
1: He's at five now, right? So they he, got four yeah. four more left. Yeah, I, I th- think we'll see him for four more games. I do. Who knows when? But after the twenty first. But
0: mm-hmm. yeah, but, I, th- I think he'll he'll hop in. He'll get a, he'll get a few more games, and you know. I, Derek King knows the the value of having players, you know, develop in the AHL. He was he was with the uh, with the Ice Hawks for a number of years as uh, head coach and assistant coach. Um, he was an assistant coach with the uh, with, with Toronto in their minor league system for a few years before that. Um, so you know he knows the value of having your, your young players play in the in those in those leagues, play in those games, and 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 develop uh, on you know the long trajectory and the Icehogs, you know they're in a, in a playoff chase so yeah, I those are in
1: f- uh, fourth place now
0: yeah they're there's a couple wins based on uh, points percentage which the AHL does cuz they're a little screwy the AHL. but um yeah they are they're currently in a, in a playoff position in the AHL central division so you know they're playing meaningful games in rockford and and that's going to be a lot of uh valuable experience so you know, for a player like Reichel playing in those games, that's going to be, you know, best for him and his development uh, in in his rookie year. Um, hopefully playing in some playoff games will, will, will uh, yeah, be in so his future. Too.
1: And that would be, that would be great for him and great for all those defensive prospects down there mm-hmm. uh, to get that playoff experience. So I'm, I'm rooting for that and hoping that that happens because that's only good for the Blackhawks.
0: Yeah, exactly. In the, wrong, in the long run, in the, in, in the long run, and I mean, it's good for the Ice Hogs too. I mean, they, they've, oh, yeah. they've, you know, they've. That's a that's a market and a, and a team that has served the Blackhawks pretty well over the last couple of years. We saw the, um, you know, we saw the uh, the investment that the team made, you know, out pur- purchasing the team, getting control of, yep. of, of the Ice Hogs, um, and and putting the money into uh, in into the the state the renovations in the arena. Um, you know, putting the money in, into the into the the renovation of you know the the BMO Harris Bank Center. It's 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 underway now, so it's it's good. It's it's good to see that you know the Blackhawks are making the investment not only in in the team but also you know in in the players and 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 making that relationship strong because the I commitment. You know, I to think them. the yeah, and I think it was for foresh- a f- a foreshadowing um, move to be like okay, you know we might be we might be needing these guys that are coming up through the, through the minor league system, these young players, we might be needing them to feel like we care about them because, <laughs> because they're going to be important in the next couple of years. So um, I think, you know, I think we're, 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 seeing that start up and, and yeah, I think, you know, we're going to see some of those young guys cycle through yeah. and uh, it, and it'll be good. It'd be, it'd be awesome to see if the, uh, if the ice Hawks can get into the playoffs and we can um, talk about some AHL playoff games. What you got, Jake? nice he, uh, interesting Well, I mean, yes, as as a 19-year-old playing in the AHL, you got to be able to have your uh, your head on a swivel there cuz that's uh, you know Reichel is a is an interesting prospect. To me, because he's he's not the average 19 year old. Um, he he was drafted out of out of Germany. He played two seasons in the in the German professional league. So he, he so as a 17 year old, as an 18 year old, he was playing against men yeah. in the German league. So it's not like he's a 19 year old who's only been playing against 16, 17, 18 year olds coming in here. You know, he's he's played against you know some of the some of the big boys, especially this season in the AHL. He's um, you know, that's a tough league. A, a, a lot of times, people even say like that league is, is harder, physically tougher right. than the NHL because you got oh, so right. all these guys that are trying to make their way up to the big leagues.
1: Well, and Reichel in the in that other league, um, in, in Euro, the European League or the
0: in Germany, Germany,
1: mm-hmm. um, he played wing, but then they had him playing center. I think the last uh, season that he was there, and then he comes over here, and you know you want to get used to the to the smaller ice size. Um, so
0: and he's still playing center. He's centering yeah. the top line for the Ice hogs. So it's, you know, a, a lot of times what we see with some of those players, uh, some especially younger guys, you know, they they play center, they play wing, and then it sometimes doesn't work they tra- out
1: in another league.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sometimes they have to transition transition out and, and end up, you know, playing wing. I know that happened with Alex Debrinkit. He was he was playing center for for parts of his junior year, uh, junior seasons, and oh. And he's, no wonder he
1: wins all those faceoffs when they throw him in there yeah
0: yeah every now and then. he always then. wins
1: his faceoff
0: yeah I mean he yeah so, I mean he was he played center for some for some of his uh, time in juniors obviously he's he's made a, a living as a wing but you know I, I I think Reichel is 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 developing well um I would love to see him play in in as many meaningful games with the Icehawks as possible and get him ready for next season because I think next season is going to be you know he's going to be full go in the NHL and uh, I, I think he's I think what we've seen in the in the small sample size from him so far is that he can skate at the NHL level. He's got some you know creativity to his game. He's got you know some good some good hockey sense for for a 19 year old. Um, he's very
1: I, poised too. You know, I mean, he doesn't yeah. uh, seem all flustered or anything. He just kind of takes it all in stride and does
0: yeah. a good job. Yeah, I, it's it's he's 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 definitely a prospect to be excited about. Um, you mentioned it earlier too, with with the Ice Hogs and their and their group of defensemen, they are just stacked with young defensemen who probably are, should be knocking on the door of of NHL ice time as as the rest of the season goes. And on. And it'll
1: be exciting to see who comes through because they've got you know four or five guys down there. Who's going to come through and who's going to end up being kind of the regulars next year during mm-hmm. the rebuild? So that's something to keep an eye on.
0: Yeah, we got a uh, we got a comment here from Madeline as well, Jake. I can't uh, can't read it on the screen. I. I think I need glasses. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that's the other thing too. Is with with Reichel's development, I think in at a different time in in Blackhawks history, he he might have been up here already uh, for for a full season, whether he was ready for it or not. Um, so yeah, I think I think that's going to be important for the next. You know the next phase of the front office, as we as as we see with Kyle Davidson, um, I think development is going to be different. Development and scouting is going to be different. He's, he's already kicked out Mark Kelly, um, yeah. and I think uh, you know Brian Campbell, who was brought in as a as a development coach, um, he's he's kind of been Kyle Davidson's best friend. For a while. Yeah, have they
1: I, named him anything major yet? No, Not no. Which no. which we're kinda of waiting for that to happen, I think. Because yeah, everybody's we'll s- kind of expecting him to get some kind of promotion or yeah, a bigger he'll title.
0: Up, he'll end up in some sort of advisory role. Yeah. Um, but we'll 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 see what uh what happens there. But I think, you know, w- with with Kyle Davidson and uh, uh, Brian Campbell being in the mix, I think he's probably got a little bit of uh you know, an eye for development and and probably is helping guide guide uh, Kyle Davidson and say hey like you know, take your time with some of these guys because it's you know it's 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 an extended period you can't yeah. this isn't going to be Stan Bowman saying oh we're we're having a youth movement and then you know oh Philip Kershev looks a little bit good last season oh you know Adam Boquist looks like he's taking a turn okay uh we're uh we're, we're flipping the switch and we're yeah. saying hey we're gonna get Seth Jones we're gonna get Jake McKay we're gonna get Mark andre Fleury we're good we're good to go like, that's that's not gonna be the case anymore yeah so, yeah, I, I think, you know, the future looks bright. The
1: future looks bright. Hop I, on the I, ride. I
0: would, I would like, I, I want to believe that the future looks bright. I think, you know, when you look at the Ice Hogs, um, there's, there's a lot of th- good things going on, I think, over the next couple of games. We might end up seeing some some funky lineup decisions over these last couple of games before the before the trade deadline, like we saw tonight. Yeah. Um, you know,
1: Eleven forwards, seven defensemen, which ended up being good in the end. It, yeah, it ended
0: up kind of kind of being okay defensively, but yeah, it was uh, Alec, uh, Alec Regula and Philip Kurishov were among the scratches tonight. It, you know, when it, when we first saw the lineup come out, I was like, why are you why are you scratching those guys? And I'm like, you know what, they they probably had to get Gustafson into the lineup uh-huh. somehow because if you can get anything for him in a trade, you should do it. Um, and, you know, I, I, I think they're they're just trying to, to showcase some of their pieces. Uh, Dominic Kubelik, you know, you, you take out you, – you keep a guy like Henrik Borgstrom out of the lineup. You take out a Philip Um, I think you try and give Dominic Kubelik some more opportunities. Um, yeah, but he's you, not going to do anything with those opportunities, but, we'll, you know. <laughs> well, I guess they
1: just gave up on Borgstrom, right? Because we thought that they were showcasing Borgstrom. Yeah. I think he played two or three games, and now he's scratched, so –
0: what, <laughs> what? an absolutely useless player! Like, you like you have an opportunity to showcase some of these some of these players that you're thinking you might trade, and like you you you're showcasing Eric Gustafsson in in a lineup with seven defensemen over dressing Henrik Borgstrom. Okay. Like, what an just I I just can't. What an absolutely useless player is, like there, and and the worst part of it is he's he's gonna be back next season like i i i, I do not understand oh
1: borgstrom or
0: yeah isn't he is oh he, yeah he's, right, he's signed you're right, to next given season up on right? traded
1: him, so yeah okay
0: i'm not i'm not making that up right yeah he signed he signed to next season a million dollars wasted i i
1: well, at least it's small I'm, campaign. I don't want to end. You. I don't
0: want to end today's episode getting my blood boiling here, but
1: <laughs> I think we are.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I I don't know what they're going to do with him. I don't know what value he has. Um. Yeah. Almost. He's 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 going to stay up in the press box. I think for for a couple more games as they try and showcase. Some, well, some more least, of their trade player. At least, they, players. at
1: least they got rid of uh, Alex Nylander and, and we gained yes. uh, um, uh, Sam Lafferty. So that was a good one. Sam Lafferty got, that.
0: got his third goal tonight was the, uh, the official game winner. So yeah. Uh, hey, Kyle Davidson, one of his, one of his first moves was was, a good one. was getting rid of uh, Alex Nylander. The, uh, the reclamate one of the many reclamation projects under the Stan Bowman era. Uh, and one of the many that didn't work out. And Sam Lafferty. Yeah. I mean, he, he's, he's a a young ish guy and he scored again tonight. He scored again tonight. He's, he's got a lot of energy, a lot of speed. He's, he's an effort guy. Um, 27.
1: I think he is. He's had his birthday last week.
0: That's true. Yeah. 20, 27. 27. So yeah, young ish Um, cheap. And he's one of those guys that you can sign to a one-year deal uh, for next season, have him around, have him be, you know, someone that you can throw into the lineup and you know what you're going to get with him you're going to get en- you're going to get speed effort energy and a guy who probably can't score all that much but he got one tonight so so good <laughs> good for sam